At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Thursday, everybody. Welcome into our VEASAN studio at Circus Sportsbook. I'm Stormy Bonantoni. This is my guys in the desert. We had a near perfect day yesterday with our official picks. Darn you, Winnipeg Jets. I had so much belief that the Minnesota Wild were going to win in that revenge spot, but they did me dirty. But I am back in the Jets tonight against the Kraken. We'll have plenty of my NHL plays at the end of the hour, as well as Derek Stevens, owner and CEO here at Circa in studio during that segment. Um, we'll also hear from Dan Leach of the Detroit City Cast here in just a few minutes as he does his Matt Stafford victory lap and plenty of college hoops and futures, as well as the state of Major League Baseball when ESPN play-by-play and Giants play-by-play there in San Francisco. Dave Fleming joins the show. But first, as we always do here on the program, time for our top five stories things that impact us is better starting with the LA Lakers ending a three-game skid last night uh, with an upset of the Utah Jazz but more bad may have come out of the game than good Anthony Davis went down with an ankle injury and he's expected to miss at least two weeks according to ESPN's Dave McMenamin x-rays did not reveal any fracture but Davis will undergo an MRI today and the team will reevaluate his status during the all-star break in the meantime LA is going to try to stay afloat in his absence so be ready to see more Carmelo Anthony as long as his hamstrings in a good place coming out of the break Lakers ninth in the West just hanging on to a play in spot uh, number two here on our list LeBron and the Lakers not the only dog to come through last night on the money line great evening for NBA money line dogs the Nets bested the Knicks in MSG rallying from down 28 points it's the third time now in the last seven games New York has blown a 20 plus point lead the new look Nets back at it again tonight as five point favorites against Washington speaking of the Wizards they lost to the underdog Pacers last night the Nuggets upset Golden State shout out Monte Morris with the buzzer beater from three after a final minute sweat for the ages Pistons beat the Celtics as 12 and a half point dogs. Same point spread for the Blazers to beat the Grizzlies in Memphis. And that's even with John Morant putting up 44 points. Blazers now 3-0 since the trade deadline. Rockets did give the, the Suns their a run for their money, but 
couldn't pull it off. A favorite, however, that won and covered last night, the Chicago Bulls. And who were they led by? None other than DeMar DeRozan, who made history last night as the first player ever to post seven straight games with 35 or more points on a 50% shooting percentage as Chicago beat Sacramento 125-118. He's also gone over his points prop in eight straight games. Is the fifth consecutive win now for the Bulls, who despite sitting in first place in the East, remains sixth on the odds board to win the conference at 16-1, to 30-1 to 1 to win it all after oh, an opening number of 200-1 to 1 this preseason. DeRozan's individual impact, however, has translated to the books, most posting DeRozan at 45-1 to 1 or 50-1 to 1 earlier this week. Now it's down to 25 or 30 to 1 this morning. In the NFL, with the recent retirement of Tom Brady, the Bucks are on the prowl for an answer at quarterback. An NFL network has reported they've done a ton of work looking into a Russell Wilson acquisition. It's already been out there. The same is true of Deshaun Watson. But NFL Network's Jesse Palmer also claiming, while the team believes second-year pro Kyle Trask compares favorably in this year's draft class, there's been very little buzz on Trask's Tampa future, and he doesn't appear to be on the Bucks' plan A, B, or C right now. As you look up on your screen, Russell Wilson, a minus 400 favorite to remain with the Seahawks and take that first snap of the regular season, plus 280 for anybody else. Seahawks currently 35 to 1 to win it all. Bucks 22 to 1. As for this year's Super Bowl champs, ignore the rumors. Rams head coach Sean McVay is not retiring, and that's per his fiance's Instagram post last night on her story verbatim. That was the exact caption, accompanied, by the way, in that photo with a nice glass of wine. That same liquid courage was on display at yesterday's Super Bowl parade as well when he and a certain defensive player of the year discussed onstage plans for next season. Take a listen. Aaron, Sean McVay just tapped me on the shoulder. He wanted to know if you were interested in running it back. Run it back, run it back. Run it back, run it back, run it back. Give it up for Aaron Donald. What a stud, everything. We, we, we built the super team. We can bring the super team back. Why not run it back? We could be world champions. Yeah! While I have not seen a big ticket, however, backing the Rams to run it back at the South Point, they did take in a really nice ticket, a futures bet on the Bills. $25,000 placed on Buffalo to win Super Bowl 57 would get 220k in return. Now, aside from the Rams players and their families, I don't know if anybody had a better time this weekend than Dan Leach of the Detroit City Cast. So excited to welcome him in right now. Dan, do you have your voice back is my real question, first and foremost. It's 86.5%. It's it's almost there. But I, I do have my Matthew freaking Stafford t-shirt on, so I got that going. Heck yes, you do. That thing's electric. Uh, you took in the game, I know, from the Westgate Sportsbook, and you have been high all postseason on Stafford getting it done, on him hoisting the Lombardi Trophy. Just how high on life are you for Matt Stafford to get it done? And I'm sure your bankroll, since you were betting on it the whole way. 13 to two against the spread. I'm just saying, uh, no, I, I listen, it's, it's, we've talked about it before and it's great to see you by the way. Sorry. You missed me at marshmallow again in, in Vegas next time, next time. But I'll tell you this. It's, it's so funny to me because here in Detroit, obviously I'm glad I was out in Vegas. Cause I didn't have to deal with the nonsense of the divisiveness here in Detroit. There are still people and friends of mine in the media that are saying that Matthew Stafford isn't good. That are saying, Oh, they wanted spite of him. And, you know, all the bad years, and they still don't want to give this guy credit. 
after being in Detroit and doing everything he could for basically 13 years playing with broken bones in his back and the separated, you know, collarbone against the Browns and everything he could do here. He leaves it in his first season, yes, on a very well-built team, unlike the Lions, wins three playoff games after being 0-3, wins the Super Bowl, is a huge reason the Rams were in the Super Bowl and a huge reason on that final drive they won the Super Bowl. And obviously, Aaron Donald is a big reason, too, as well as many other Rams and Cooper Cup, um, Stafford threw the ball to twice for touchdowns. That was another prop I gave up, by the way. Uh, but, yeah, it's it's I'm on cloud nine. I couldn't be happier for the guy. It was I did a big post and talked about the privilege it was to cover him here in Detroit. Started by waiting tables on him years ago at a restaurant called Jay Alexander's. Said I was getting my, my feedback and broadcasting. I said, Matt, I'll see you in the locker room sometime soon. He's probably like this punk kid. And then about two months later, I saw him in the locker room. He said, hey, man, that's what's up. It's good to see you here. And he did everything he could for Detroit. And now he's a Super Bowl champion. And now the debate is, is he a Hall of Famer? I think at this point right now with the title, he is. Well, and I think for sure if they, quote, run it back like Sean McVay's trying to say and they get back to the big game that's what would really set it in stone how do you feel about their chances going into next year uh, I know they're the third favorite but it doesn't matter because you know the Rams were like the fifth or sixth or seventh favorite coming into the season and then fluctuating throughout it if they bring that team back with Donald and obviously Sean McVay's coming back he's what is he 25 years old can't retire yet uh <laughs> He's coming back, obviously, Stafford and Cup and Jefferson and all these other pieces. If they bring that team back, it's we know how stormy how tough it is in this era of parity. Look at the Bengals, a four-win team to the Super Bowl the next year. It's so tough to get back, especially after you win it. But if there's a team that could do it the way they're constructed with a quarterback, dare I say, like Matthew Stafford, it's the Los Angeles Rams. And you look at the NFC. I mean, is Rodgers going to be in Green Bay? Russell Wilson and, and the Seahawks were terrible last year. I know he was hurt for a while. I mean, the division's out there. I know your Niners. They can be a factor. But it's not like the NFC has got a ton of world beaters. Cowboys stink. They were seven of the last ten years, one and done. The Rams can get right back to the Super Bowl. Maybe it's against Mahomes this time. Maybe it's against Lamar Jackson and the Ravens. But I, they've got a great chance to run it back and go back-to-back. Back. And then there's no doubt Matt Stafford's a Hall of Famer. So, well, I, I'm so no dice, obviously, for the Lions, uh, 150 to one, I'm assuming. But um, well, I, already have, I already have a $25,000 bet on him. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, with like three million. I did want to get ahead, though, because there are odds out there for who will be the top overall pick in this year's NFL draft. And the Detroit Lions obviously have the second overall pick. Who do you foresee going one two? Listen, it's 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 a good position to be in when you've got a chance to be you know, at number two, or dare I say, maybe the Lions will do something crazy and trade up or trade down. Uh, but it, to me, if, if it's the Lions, and I've talked to a lot of the guys that cover the teams here, you know, day in and day out, much closer than I do. And it, it's obviously to them, it seems like it's down to Thibodeau from, from Oregon and, and Hutchinson from my Wolverines. And, you know, it's, it's tough because if the Lions are in love with one of the two, they might not be able to get that player. And then they're able to trade down after the fact. But if they're in love with, let's say, Hutch, and Thibodeau goes one, you're sitting pretty at number two there. So they need an edge rusher as bad as anybody. I know Neil's looked at as a top possible three pick as well, but I think the Lions are going to go with one of those two guys or trade down. For me personally, it's not about being a Michigan homer right now. I just, and I've seen Thibodeau play in a lot of different games and watched a lot of film on him. I just think Hutchinson is a one-man wrecking crew and is a franchise changer. And I, I would love it to be Aiden Hutchinson, but either way, based on how they scout him, I trust Brad Holmes, the GM. If they look at one of the two and say, this is our guy, I will trust Brad Holmes in that assessment. I just hope it's 
it's harsh on, on my personal feel. Well, and Hutchison, we do see as the plus 160 favorite to be the top overall pick, but we had Thine, uh, Thor Nystrom on the program yesterday of NBC Sports Edge, and he really liked Evan Neal for that top spot for the Jaguars to kind of stock up the trenches yep. in the offensive line, given what Doug Peterson had said um, upon his hiring. Yeah, you, listen, you got to build from the lines out. That's what the Lions have not been able to do. So uh, the Lions have a, had a decent offensive line the last couple of years. Obviously, Bob Quinn was in charge of drafting Taylor Decker. Of course, they got, you know, what they were able to do in last year's draft, just being able to go off the radar and get a, a great value pick uh, really helped. So for me, they're not going to go offensive line. And if the Jaguars do go with offensive line, Hutchinson's right in your lap. And I think that's, that's the best case scenario. But like I said, the Lions have a good chance of trading down if, if, if the guy that they wanted is not there at number two. Okay, you're going to stick around with us for a little bit, right? Absolutely, for you, anything. What a guy, what a guy. So when we come back here on My Guys in the Desert, we will discuss a certain contract extension that's going down in Ann Arbor with Mr. Jim Harbaugh. We've also got a long shot spotlight. Which team in the NBA do you think is ultimately going to win it all? And some college hoops. Don't go anywhere. More My Guys on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back to My Guys in the Desert. This segment brought to you by Zinn Nicotine Pouch is a fresh way to enjoy nicotine without all the baggage of cigarettes, dip, or vape. No more smelling like an ashtray, no more spit cups, no battery to charge, or leaky equipment to deal with. Zinn Nicotine Pouches are smoke-free, they're spit-free, and available in 10 different varieties like spearmint, wintergreen, citrus, and more. Plus, for your convenience, every variety comes in two strengths. You can easily find the satisfaction level that's perfect for you. Zinn, it's America's number one nicotine pouch, available in over 100,000 locations nationwide, so it's never been easier to find your Zinn. Head on over to zyn.com slash find to locate a store near you. That's zyn.com slash F-I-N-D. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Rolling along here live from Circus Sportsbook in downtown Las Vegas as we re-bring back in 
Dan Leach, host of the Detroit City Cast. We let you do the Matt Stafford victory lap. Now we're going to turn our attention to Ann Arbor and the Michigan Wolverines because Jim Harbaugh, it was announced earlier um, yesterday, has agreed to a new contract extension that'll keep him there through 2026. But it was just two weeks ago that it seemed like he had one foot out the door going to the Vikings potentially on National Signing Day interviewing for that job. How do you feel about the big guy staying in Michigan? Yeah, don't remind me about that. I, <laughs> I spent hours uh, discussing this and, and pining over it. Listen, you know, we've discussed this in the past. It's, it's I, I talk about it a lot on the, on the Detroit CityCast. You know, I respect the heck out of Harbaugh. He did an incredible job, as you know, at San Francisco. You know, at least three straight NFC title games. He turned around a, a perennial Power 5 doormat in Stanford. You know, hard admission standards. He even did it at St. Diago, back-to-back 11-win years for an FCS program that wasn't really good before he got there. He's a damn good coach. But the issues he's had for the first several years at Michigan where he just had his hand in too many of the pots and could, you know, macromanage. He was too much micromanaging. And then obviously this dalliance with the NFL, which got Gaddis to go to Miami and take a lateral move. And of course, McDonald went back to the NFL, which I understand. And of course, year seven is what it took to finally get, in my opinion, any of the top 10 most important games that Harbaugh coached there, a win in any of them. And I think he got four of them this year, of course, getting to the Orange Bowl. But it's, it's frustrating because I want Jim Harbaugh there, but the biggest concern, Stormy, I had when he was hired, I was super excited because khaki Jesus, he was the guy, but I was worried he was going to win in a couple years after the terrible Rich Ron and Brady Hoke era, have some success, and then bolt to the NFL. Now, obviously, he could do that when he was winning very few important games for several years in Ann Arbor, but then after the one good year, he starts talking with the Raiders and starts talking with other NFL teams. And Stephen Ross, I'm not going to poach him. I'm a Michigan guy. Maybe I will poach him. And then, you know, basically, I don't want to say he crawled back with his tail between his legs, but the NFL didn't want him. The interview with Minnesota took a wacky turn at like three in the afternoon. I'd love to have been a fly in the wall. Was he starting to talk about like sub sandwiches or bus fare? What was going on with, with Jim Harbaugh in that meeting with Minnesota? And, and then he comes back to Dan Arbor without either of his coordinators, who were such an integral part in the Wolverine's success this past season. But I want him there. He's re, you know he's readdressed, you know, wanted to be in Ann Arbor uh, for the long term. Hopefully this time he's being serious. Mm -hmm. And having that extension, you know, he took a pay cut a couple of years ago and gave the bonus money to his assistants this past year, which was awesome. But I want a guy that is fully committed to being in Ann Arbor for the long term. It seems like he likes it there. His family's there. And this could be... You know, a year, a yearly battle with the Buckeyes back and forth to finally get to multiple Big Ten title games, multiple playoffs, and dare I say it, actually win one in the near future. Yeah, no doubt. And I mean, great to see, obviously, the first college football playoff appearance, beating Ohio State, all those things massive this past year. But he is he's an interesting dude. Uh, Michigan, 30 yes, to 1. 30 to 1, eighth on the odds board to win next year's title. But Michigan in college hoops, they're in action later on tonight, getting five at Iowa. Total in that one, I believe, still around 149 and a half. Wolverines fresh off that letdown loss to guess who? Ohio State after upsetting Purdue a week Stop ago. It. Sorry, I had to. I had to say it. It's not my fault. What do you think about the matchup tonight? 
Hey, full disclosure, I had much I was out in Vegas during this game. I had people texting me, hey, should I take the Wolverines? I said, no, stay away from that game. It was the vintage letdown after that huge win over Purdue, which, by the way, I had Michigan Moneyline, gave that out. So that was fun watching that at the sports book in the Mandalay Bay. And then I knew that they were going to struggle against the Buckeyes. They usually have in recent years, especially under Jawan Howard. And this is the comeback game. This is where I actually love them both plus the five. I know right now it's plus five minus one or nine about Rivers and the money line plus 175 because Iowa, listen, Iowa is a very similar team to Michigan in the sense that they can play really well or they can play really bad. And Michigan's a kind of a live by the three, die by the three team at times. And I expect a much bigger game out of Hunter Dickinson than we've seen, uh, saw against the Buckeyes, but obviously he still played well. But I look at this as a very important game for the Wolverines. If you look at Joe Lenardi's bracketology from ESPN, they are a first four team out, Michigan. I was a seventh seed and in. This is like, you know, all these games for the rest of the regular season and at least a couple in the Big Ten tournament feel like playing games for Michigan. So I think Michigan's got a great chance to have a good effort tonight after the letdown. They've been off for a few days, and I think they're gonna they're gonna battle well against Iowa. I like them to win this game outright, but definitely plus the five as well uh, in Iowa City. All right, we'll see how Michigan does in the potential bounce back spot. Let's go off the beaten path a little bit. Uh, one of my favorite segments that we do here on My Guys in the Desert is Hidden Gems. Yesterday, I had the Wofford Terriers covering the spread, which was a good one, by the way. So let's, what about you? Any under the radar college hoops games you like tonight? Oh, I've got two for you. You want to talk about off the radar. How many times are people betting on James Madison out there? Great president, but maybe not the greatest college team, but they're playing Charleston tonight. They're getting six. They've played a lot of tight games as of late. Charleston's not a world beater. I think this is a one or two possession game. So I'm going with James Madison plus six. And then another off the beaten path. Maybe you're, you're a West Coast girl, so maybe you like this game. Cal State Fullerton and the Gauchos of UCSB. They're both scored close to the 70s. The total's 134 and a half. I think a bunch of fouls at the end of the game. Get the job done. It'll be in the 140s. So I'm going over 134 and a half. Cal State Fullerton, UCSB, late night for us here on the East Coast, but I love being out in Vegas, Stormy. You know, the games, the late game start at 7 o'clock. You have a nice steak and some sushi. Watch the game, cash your ticket. You were definitely living your best life here in Vegas. I loved following along to your Instagram this past week. It was great. Um, you, you were somebody that I can always come to for a good long shot spotlight. Any sport, any team, when you're looking at a futures boards right now, one that stands out to you particularly this week. Yeah, I listen. I, I, I'm looking. I, I looked at the NHL and I, I looked at college hoops. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to have a bunch of those going, you know, forward in the next couple of weeks. But I went back to the NBA. I know last time we did this, I gave you the Cavs. I'm going to give you another Eastern team. Uh, the Chicago Bulls at 25 to one. Is it going to be easy? Of course not. But I think the Eastern Conference is very up and down. Obviously, that Brooklyn Nets, you know, Philly trade with Harden makes a lot of different, you know, feelings for what could happen in the Eastern playoffs. But the Bulls have been consistent all season long. They're 25 to 1. DeRozan's ball is, is you know what off. And I think the Bulls at 25 to 1 give you enough value where it's that's it's 25 to 1 for a reason. So it's not likely or not easy, but hundred dollars wins you 2500 So mm -hmm. the Chicago Bulls, a bitter rival of my Pistons, not anymore because the Pistons suck. But I'm going to go with the Bulls, 25 to 1. 38 and 21 through 59 games ain't bad. And you mentioned DeMar DeRozan. So he's somebody that he's climbed up the MVP odds board this week. I personally view him yeah. as a top five MVP candidate. He's still eighth on the odds board, which is so surprising to me that you're still getting so much value on him. He was 50 to 1 earlier this week. Yeah, if you can listen, if you can find a, a top five MVP bet or a top four, take it. I don't think he's going to win it. 
But yeah, number eight is kind of Value. ridiculous. This guy, without him, the Chicago Bulls, I don't want to say are nothing, but they're not even close to what they are. The definition story, we know a lot of people forget this. MVP is the most valuable player. Doesn't mean the best player. Unfortunately, they give it to the best player a lot, but it's the most valuable. Without DeRozan, the Bulls or the Pistons. Maybe not that bad, but DeRozan is incredibly valuable, and that's why I think he's going to finish at worst in the top five in the voting. So if you get some odds on that, fire away at will. Well, Bulls won last night as a favorite, but... In general, yesterday in the NBA was a day for the dogs, not just covering, but some impressive outright wins. As you look through tonight's NBA slate, any dogs you think have a chance tonight? Yeah, and listen, it's not the greatest of NBA slates, but I'm looking at the Pelicans, and actually I got this game at three and a half. I know it's down to two and a half, but I like the Pels tonight. Of course, no Zion Williamson, maybe after the All-Star break. And you do have Dallas with Hardaway Jr. out. Or Wolverine, Reggie Bullock, a game-time decision. And another former Wolverine, Trey Burke, as a game-time decision. But I like, even though the Pelicans have been winning a ton of games, I like what I'm seeing from them. They can shoot the ball well. They can rebound well. And I think at home, they're a much different team. At the smooth, Who doesn't love the smoothie center? Get a smoothie, watch a hoops game. It's a, it's a, a double deal for everybody. I like the Pels tonight. I still like him at two and a half, but I'm not going to go any lower than that. If it goes down to two or one and a half, stay away. But I like them at two and a half, three or three and a half right now. The Pels against the Mavs at the Smoothie Center. Smoothie King Center, excuse me. I think I might prefer to have a smoothie than watch that game if I'm being totally honest. (laughs) It's not bad. Listen, I don't know if I don't know if I don't know if I would watch many of the games on the but well, the Sixers Bucks should be fun tonight. I love your zingers today though, but I'm still laughing at the Saint Diego, which is German, by the way. Thank you so much, Dan. You're amazing. Appreciate the time. My pleasure and honor. That's our guy, Dan Leach. Make sure you check him out on the Detroit City Cast presented by Bet Rivers. You can get it wherever you get your podcast. When we come back here on My Guys in the Desert, continuing the college hoops conversation, Dave Fleming, ESPN play-by-play man, has covered a ton of Gonzaga this season. So he's going to give us on the lowdown. Are they a real contender to win this year's national championship? Obviously, they played second fiddle to Baylor last year. And of course, also, MLB, are they coming back? What's happening? He has the lowdown. We'll be right back. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. on My Guys in the Desert. VSIN's got a great new offer that can only be described as madness. You get VSIN all access to everything we do from now through the College Basketball National Championship April 4th, just $29. Sign up now, get our daily best bets, emails, 24-7 video access, the upcoming College Hoops betting guide, bracket breakdowns, plus full access to all things VSIN.com with our exclusive betting split breakdowns on every single game. This is a deal that only happens once a year. Don't miss out. Visit VSIN.com slash madness to sign up today. And speaking of madness, you know what time it is thirsty thursday which means we are tossing them back and raising our glasses with a college hoops fan base later tonight but who will it be raise your glass if you're with me back in the oregon ducks minus four and a half in tempe this road favorite goblet will be filled with revenge as the ducks look to get redemption on an overtime loss against asu from back in december ducks are a very different team now than they were in that previous meeting oregon's top scorer will richardson had just two for 14 from the floor one of nine from three i don't see that 
that happening again. ASU is overvalued to me because of that win in Eugene and, of course, the upset over UCLA in triple overtime. I get it. Every dog has its day, but like the song says, the dog days are over. The Sun Devils are brutal offensively. 341st in effective field goal percentage, 338th in offensive efficiency, and 325th in rebounding. They've dropped nine of their last 11 games. Oregon is the better team in all of those categories, and they've only lost two games since December 1st. It's a huge game for them in terms of getting an at-large bid into the big dance. I love the Ducks tonight. And uh, we will roll along with this College Hoops conversation with Dave Fleming, who's on the line now, ESPN play-by-play man for multiple sports, actually covered the Ducks uh, in college football this year a number of times with me. Thanks for coming on, buddy. How are you? And I covered the high stormy. I covered the Ducks uh, in college hoops when they hosted at that time, number one Baylor at home. And they really played well again. Their season had been a disaster until then. And they played Baylor very tough. And I think to me, even though they lost that game, that was kind of the turning point for Oregon. They've been a much different team. And I give them credit for at least having a chance to sort of salvage their season. They had a really slow start to the year. Like you said, have seemed to turn it on. How do you like them against ASU and Tempe tonight? Well, they need a win bad. I mean, I, it's hard for me. They, they lost at home to Cal last time out, and that is an inexplicable loss and one that has put them very much on the bubble for the NCAA tournament. So, I mean, to, it, it feels like a game that they have to win. Now, ASU also has gotten better, I think, as the year has gone along after a terrible start to the season. But Oregon, if they were ever going to play with some true urgency, I would think tonight would be the night because – after after a real bad loss, they need a win badly. That's what I think it was brutal, and they're poised for a bounce back. I love them tonight. You, of course, were on the call last night for Gonzaga Pepperdine. I feel like every time I look up to the TV to watch a Zags game, it's you on there. What are your impressions of Gonzaga so far to this point this year? Well, I walked into the gym a couple games ago, and Mark Few came up to me and said, Dave, you got a haircut. So I figured, well... <laughs> At that point, that means that he and I have been spending too much time together. If he notices when I get a haircut, uh, we had a little chuckle over that. Yeah, I'm wherever the Zags are. That's usually where I am. They're super talented. They're playing at a very high level. Uh, you know, they're another team that early in the year they have some great wins, but they stumbled a couple times, which up in Spokane causes panic. Uh, over the last month, their superstar freshman Chet Holmgren has turned into just a pure superstar. He's just played great and it's changed their team They're, You know, it's hard to say they're better than last year because last year's Gonzaga team was so good, but they are a true national champion contender. And because Holmgren's playing at such a high level, especially on defense, uh, it's, it's changed the way that I feel about their team. They're as good as anybody. Do you think that he is top overall pick caliber. I know that that's been a lot of the rumor since before he even played a game this season, but now that you've seen him and you've been so impressed, is that what you get? I would take him number one. I mean, I think he had a two game stretch, which for me was the most impressive two game stretch I've ever seen a college player have freshman or otherwise. he, He was so good and he's been good ever since then. It's just, he, he had some just mind blowing plays for a person his size. Now he needs to get a lot stronger. We'll see how much he can bulk up, but the skill set for a true seven footer and not just a seven footer, Chet Holmgren is an eraser at the rim, like an elite, elite level shot blocker with the timing, the instincts, all the stuff 
besides the physical that you have to have to, to be that good on the defensive end, he's got all that stuff. And, uh, if I were a team picking number one, I'd take him. No doubt he's been so fun to watch. Just one more thing on the Zags before we go away. They obviously are the top team in the country. They're the odds-on favorite to win this year's national championship. In terms of those top contenders that you see in college basketball right now, where do they rank in your mind? I think they're number one for me. I think they're the favorites. Now, it's close. You know, Kentucky, I think, is a legit national championship favorite. Auburn is a legit favorite. Uh, Purdue's really talented, but maybe on defense, not quite as elite as you'd like to see. Uh, Duke is a contender. There's a group of seven, eight teams, something like that, that I could see all of them winning the national championship. The Zags aren't so good that, I, that you know that you would somehow call them an overwhelming favorite. Nothing like that. But I think if I had to pick one team to ride with, it would be the Zags this year. Any dark horse you think not enough people are talking about right now that could really make a splash in the dance? Well, make a splash or win it all. Those are two different things. I mean, I actually think in a weird way, you probably have talked plenty about Kentucky, but Kentucky is usually such, you know, they, they suck so much of the energy and the attention of the just sort of casual college basketball fan away. It's strange to me that this year, where I just love their team. It's strange to me that it feels like they've flown under the radar. I mean, I, I, I can't remember a year where I thought Kentucky was somehow underplayed or undervalued. Uh, if they get healthy, you know, the, their, their star guard, Ty Ty Washington has not been healthy lately and they've suffered a little because of it. Assuming that they do whatever it takes to get him healthy. I, I can easily see them as a final four national championship team and I, you know, maybe the rest of the country's finally kind of cluing into that, but I'm, I'm not sure that's been the case uh, the, the whole way through. Kentucky sitting currently at nine to one in this year's college basketball championship odds here with Dave Fleming, ESPN play-by-play man, also voice of the MLB San Francisco Giants. And I ha- I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you, what's the state of the players union and the MLB right now? I know they were supposed to have a meeting earlier today, lasted only about 15 minutes. Are we getting baseball back anytime soon, Dave? We seem to be having a lot of 15 minute meetings lately. That's, I, you know, I do wish I part of it is just negotiation, but part of it, I, I do as a fan of the game, wish there were a little more urgency. Maybe we need a more concrete deadline to really feel that urgency. It sounds like next week they're going to get back after it and maybe uh, dedicate a little more time to sitting together at the table. We're going to have baseball. I mean, there's no doubt we will get this resolved. It's just a question of, if the season gets interrupted at all, I sure hope not. Uh, I think there are a lot of smart people in that room. Uh, I think they know what's at stake. So my bet is still that we will have an MLB season starting on time. Well, spring training, yeah, supposed to start here February 26th. And that's good you say on time because I was going to ask you if you had a date circled in mind. Well, I think that if we get to, say, the first full week of March without an agreement, then that opening day, March 30th, 31st, whatever the exact date is, is in jeopardy. So I think all the way up until then, we could scramble. And now spring training is a different thing. And I think mm-hmm. it's very unlikely that very unlikely that spring training is going to start right on time. Uh, that's just my guess. But I think we could get all the way through that first week of March and still have time to hustle 
but get ready for the start of the year. Yeah, and that would be great, especially from a betting perspective. So different, 162-game season versus 140, 146. Changes the perspective that you look at a lot of teams. Where are you at next, Dave, for college basketball? What teams are you studying right now? Yeah, I've got I've more WCC. I've got this weekend, uh, BYU plays St. Mary's, which you know, I know BYU fans love Las Vegas. They love coming to Vegas for events and I'm sure you got a lot of listeners uh, who support BYU. BYU, this is a the biggest game that BYU basketball has played in a long time in terms of just getting in to the turn of it. They, I don't know if they have to have to win, but it feels like a must-win for BYU this weekend. And then next week, uh, I'll have the Zags coming through USF, which is a tournament team as it stands right now, and their rivals at uh, St. Mary's. So two more Zags games. And this weekend, BYU St. Mary's to wrap up the regular year. You are awesome, Dave. Really appreciate the time. Thanks for doing this. Anytime. Talk to you soon, Stormy. That's my guy, Dave Fleming, ESPN play-by-play man, also voice of the San Francisco Giants. Very good, I think, to hear the optimism in his voice with regards to the start of the MLB season. We all want them to get this thing figured out and started on time. Uh, When we come back here on My Guys in the Desert, Derek Stevens, owner and CEO here at Circa, is going to join us on set live, recap all things Super Bowl weekend, and maybe how March Madness is going to compare to the biggest game in football and power play. My NHL picks of the night. Uh, I'm going to warn you now. A little chalkier than I would have liked, but, you know, what can I say? A lot of situational and system spots I like. You're not going to want to miss it. Power plays on the other side of this break. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to My Guys in the Desert with Stormy Bonantoni on VSIN, the sports betting network. Remember, everybody, if you miss any part of this show or anything on the VEASAN schedule today, you can check out our free sports betting podcast, get replays of all of our shows, or download and listen on your own schedule. Go to VEASAN.com slash podcast. You get my guys in the desert reading the book with Gil Alexander, Market Insights with Josh Applebaum. Plus, we've got Hardwood Handicappers, the Lombardi line, follow the money, coast to coast hoops, the list goes on. They're all free and available now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcast. Time for power plays as we wrap things up here on my guys in the desert. 
guys are my NHL bets of the evening. I warned you it's a little chalky, but I like what I like. Starting with the New York Rangers on the puck line, plus 120 against Detroit. Rangers have been excellent at MSG, 16-4-2 on home ice. Detroit struggled on the road. The Rangers also have the clear-cut goaltender and special teams advantage. Fourth best power play in the league, ninth best PK, while the Red Wings 25th and 23rd respectively. And when Detroit has lost this year, they've lost big of their 28 total L's this year. 21 have been by two or more goals. Also like the Caps over the Flyers, Philadelphia off a discouraging loss to the Pens. No confidence. They've lost 16 of their last 18 games. Caps had an impressive win against Nashville. Much healthier. Could see them coming out flying. Sabres looking for a third straight win. I think they get it against Ottawa from a system standpoint. Buffalo, a home favorite off a win against a road team coming off a loss. And the Senators, extremely tough spot right now due to injuries. Down their top two goal scorers, their best D-man, both regular goaltenders. Um, the Jets did me dirty betting against them last night, so I'm on them today against the Kraken. This is just a don't overthink it move for me. Oilers to beat the Ducks. They're riding high, won three straight since they fired their head coach. I'm going to bet them until they lose the spark. Plus, the Ducks just got torched in Calgary last night, 6-2. And last one, Pittsburgh and Toronto. I like them over the six and a half goals for even money. Bummed there wasn't a six out there, but the Leafs 11-3 to the over their last 14 games. They averaged more than four goals per game, and even with Tristan Jari playing well for the Pens, Eight and three to the over his last 11 starts with 2.95 goals against. Both teams capable of bringing the offensive firepower, average goaltending, and their power plays are all on a heater right now. So let's get some goals going. Speaking of firepower, we've got some in studio. Owner and CEO here at Circa, Derek Stevens. Welcome in. Please don't be mad that I started that segment betting against Detroit. No, but I think there's a lot of people following you um, because uh, Stormy. Guess who the house needs today? The, our biggest game of the day. The house needs the Red Wings. The Red Wings. And then after that, house needs the Senators. So you just put out the Rangers in Buffalo. So I think uh, I think a lot of people are uh, are either either following your tail here or else uh, or else on the same thought process. So those are our two biggest decisions at Circus Sports and Hockey. Team. Is this the time now that the NFL is officially in the books that you start to see <clears throat> NHL betting start to pick up a little bit more in the back half of the year? Yeah, we definitely did. I mean, we saw that on Monday, and um, yeah, hockey definitely picking up. College basketball um, um, certainly picking up. So. Handle's uh, handle post Super Bowl has been pretty uh, pretty solid. Well, let's talk Super Bowl. Um, I had the good fortune of we had you on the pregame show for Super Bowl Sunday. Then I got to hang out with you a little bit for the second half sweat there with the Rams and Bengals. How was the day and the weekend overall? Yeah, I mean, I think from a week ago when uh, when we spoke, I said, yeah, it looks like the our house we're going to need the Rams. And then on uh, on uh, Friday we were looking for Rams money, and well, we still needed the Rams. And then Saturday. Um, we, uh, Jeff Benson and I came out at four o'clock with Brady and I said, yeah, the house is still waiting for that Rams money to show up. And then, uh, and then on Saturday, all that happened were, were multiple six figure bets on the Bengals and, uh, a seven figure bet on the Bengals. And we really needed the Rams on Sunday and we just never got enough Rams money. Yeah. We, we could never catch up. So, um, yeah, I think we were uh, maybe a bit of an anomaly because, um, we needed the Rams to cover and, uh, it didn't happen as we know. So we did not have the greatest Super Bowl Sunday. It was a really fun day here, though. All of the parties were insane. Like, I, I, I hope that you at least got to have fun despite the, like, looming bookmaking side of things. I, uh, we uh, we did pretty well on props. We, we booked a small, small loser for the day. Um, 
on the bookmaking side, but boy, oh boy, it showed uh, Las Vegas was back, didn't it? Yeah. I mean, the sports And with the here, mask mandate gone, too, you got to see everybody yeah. enjoying themselves. I mean, it was very energy different. energy was off the charts. The stadium swam off the charts. Our event center, I mean, it was uh, an amazing, amazing Super Bowl weekend. Um, how did you feel as, obviously, a Michigan man about Matt Stafford, though, and him being able to get that moment? <clears throat> oh, it was great. I mean, you know, you saw you saw Nicole wearing a she wore a coat that she made with a with a Stafford name on the back, and uh, we both wore our number nine hats. Um, they were clear. By the way, they were clear number nine Lions caps. It wasn't it wasn't a a, a nine for the Bengals. So we wore our uh, tip of the cap to our old hometown, and uh, it was great to see Matt Stafford and Kelly Stafford get this. While I've got Michigan on my brain here, uh, there was some scary news today, though. The Oakland Hills Country Club out there in Michigan, uh, fire ha broke out there. I don't know all of the details, but what can you tell us about it? I know you remember. Yeah, um, yeah, I've been a member there for, for a couple decades, and uh, uh, there's only one word to describe it, um, and it's sad. I mean, the yeah. amount of history inside the uh, the clubhouse at Oakland Hills it's uh, it's got to be one of the most storied clubhouses um, you know in all of golf and, uh, and and all the different rooms that you have the pictures of Arnold Palmer and Jack Nicklaus mm -hmm. and uh, and and the events that have taken place there um, I think everybody that's a member everybody kind of from the Michigan er um, area the loss of Oakland Hills the history is just amazing we all have these memories like for myself. Mm -hmm. um, um, the 1996 U.S. Open, um, I've had, I got a handful of pictures there. And the reason I do was, uh, you know my son, Sammy, mm -hmm. you, you, you saw him here on, on Super Bowl. Uh, but that's when he was a little nugget, and I actually carried him. He's only like three months Aww. old um, for that 96 U.S. Open. And so many people have these, have these incredible stories of between golf or friendship or business deals at, at Oakland, uh, uh, yeah, I mean, the, the just got the letter. Um, literally uh, at at uh, one ten p.m. today, our time. That uh, yeah, the 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 locker room and our clubhouse, it's uh, it's gone. But uh, but uh, really, the strength in the club is its members, and mm -hmm. I think everybody's already starting to uh, get on these email chains about okay, what are we gonna do now? The fire's still burning right now, mm -hmm. so nobody can really get in. But uh, but really one of the most amazing, uh, amazing golf courses in the United States. Was really relieved to hear, though, just for anybody listening, for hearing about this for the first time, nobody was injured or hurt. So that's obviously the Nobody injured, nobody hurt. That's how the, that's how the letter let off. So that was good. But, uh, but yeah, there's just a lot of sad, uh, sad people that have uh, – have gotten to play around on that famous South course and, and, yeah. and spend some time in that clubhouse. Well, and we hope that, you know, everything moving forward, you're able to rebuild, you're able to, you know, have those memories as long living forever. Um, I hate to turn the direction of this, but I would like to stay with Michigan for you because um, they're in action tonight in college hoops, um, getting five against Iowa. Do you need a side on that game tonight? Uh, it's not one of our top decisions. Uh, not, not one of our top decisions yet. Boy, Michigan's really struggled and, yeah. uh, they got to they got to turn something up if they if they have any shot of getting in here. Michigan State's looking good, but Michigan uh, Michigan's uh, been in a pretty tough uh, tough spot. But this is a type of game where they can you know they can change the season. We said that in that Purdue game last week when they upset uh, mm -hmm. when they really took Purdue to task when they played them uh, at Chrysler Arena. But this this would be a game that they would have to win to be able to get to to change this back into the season momentum. So we know what everything was like out here for Super Bowl, and we talked about how awesome it was. What's it going to be like for March Madness? Because that's not just one day. 
Yeah, I mean, Mark Bannis is now taking a taking a um, you know a whole spirit in and of itself. Um, Marsh Bannis has uh, now become the clear cut biggest weekend yeah. of the year in Vegas. Uh, wasn't like that 20 years ago, but uh, but now March Madness, based upon a lot of things that developed, you know, the first the first week, the four days, and let's not forget about these playing games. Um, I wouldn't be surprised on on the first few days that the highest bet game is the Wednesday night playing game, really, because you don't have as many choices, and 65 percent of everybody coming from March Madness mm-hmm. lands on Wednesday or earlier. It's a little bit. People are coming earlier than they ever have. Well, I was going to ask if you get even more early people in here, just because of the number of conference tournaments that are actually hosted here in town, yeah. like people come in to go to those games, then getting ahead of it, staying a little bit longer. They do, but you know, I think everybody knows you come to Vegas. It's pretty tough to come for twelve days. <laughs> <laughs> you got to pace yourself. If you're going to do that, but I, but I think we're, you know, we're starting to see March Madness arrivals start on Tuesday. They hit the heaviest on Wednesday. And uh, that's why we're actually opening up our, uh, our our warehouse here. We're gonna have a free party all weekend. Um, we're actually doing it on Wednesday as well, so we're doing it for five full days, um, free event. Um, we're doing that at the Detroit Ballroom at the D as well, just because the demand for the Wednesday night playing games is unbelievable. I'm gonna have to uh, see if I can get that Thursday off. If you know what I'm saying? <laughs> well, you, no. you can figure things out. I saw. <laughs> No, it's so much fun. Um, appreciate you, as always, coming on in studio with us. You are awesome. The Super Bowl was just an incredible experience. And um, more to come here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Danny Burke and Rush Hour, as you know, are coming up next. He's going to talk all things, whether it's hockey, NBA, college hoops, the whole shebang. Thank you so much, Derek. Thank you. That's going to do it for my guys in the desert. Keep it locked on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.